it's me Keele again so we're gonna go into kind of like the midpoint of the quarantine the first episode was pretty much you know like week one through two and I really just want to start the episode by saying you know I'm very grateful for like the online community you never know who you know who you need or when you need them, but God actually knows that. And there's been so many encouraging women that have encouraged me, motivated me, uplifted me. And I'm very, very thankful for that during this time. Um, because I have to say like week three and four became real to me. Um, from the point where my job was hosting all hands meeting every, every other day, they were given like bits and pieces of information. And honestly, it wasn't settling. Like there was talk of like, not everyone will be a hundred percent. And I'm like, well, how are we not going to be a hundred percent if they're saying like this thing is um, starting to progress and is starting to become more dangerous the kids are home from school, so there's something going on. How am I not supposed to be teleworking if my kids are home from school? So, of course, they give, you know, if you're a parent, you could request this time. So that made me, like, really think, like, okay, maybe this whole thing is being blown up, you know? But then, like, it quickly changed, like, immediately, like, the week after, when they even began talking about like a partial government shutdown, the fact um, about me, because I got this question on social media, which I was like, huh, what? So apparently, you know, people are real life influencers full time. I am not at that point. <laughs> I would love to, but honestly, I don't ever see myself like leaving my government job. Um, sometimes I don't like it, but I think, I don't know. I, I'm not being complacent. I've just never had the um, dream or wish to be a full-time entrepreneur, you know? Like, that's just never been something that I even thought about. But who knows? Only God knows, right? So anyway, it quickly changed like the week after and they were even talking about a, a partial government shutdown. And so my full-time job is an HR specialist with the federal government. So we had just been through a huge, long, extended <laughs> government short shutdown ordeal. And I was like not ready to deal with like whatever this COVID-19 was bringing on and the unknown substance of that and not getting paid and being at home with my kids all day, every day, like all of that was hitting me at one time. So I began to get like a little frustrated with it all. You know, they began to talk about like the recommendations of gatherings, not being more than 10 people at this point. So now I can't see my family. I can't see my sisters, you know, at the same time, at least. And then, you know, churches began to close. Things had become a little different. So I was just, you know, at this point, confusion began, began to set in. Um, kind of uncertainty 
begin to set in because at this point I'm like, well, we don't know what the heck is going on. We don't know how long this is going to last. It's looking like it's going to last a lot longer than what they expected. So it was just a mess. Hunter had begun to ask questions about seeing his grandparents, you know, going to Chuck E. Cheese, going to pump it up, like doing his normal activities. And I honestly tried to explain it the best I could, but I still didn't know what to tell him and how to tell him. But again, I was doing the best I could. Like I would explain to him, like everything's closed. We can't go to Chuck E. Cheese. Things are closed. And he's like, okay, until I will run to Target or Walmart or something. He's like, well, mommy, how are you going to the store if everything's closed? And I'm like, well, you know, everything's closed, but, you know, mommy and daddy have to go get, you know, food and stuff for the household. So those things aren't closed. Just important businesses are open. But if you know Hunter, he's going to debate you. He's going to question everything that you say because he needs answers, okay? (laughs) And so to him, Chuck E. Cheese and Pump It Up and Sky Zone and places like that are essential. His Gaga and Papa house is essential to him. So as a kid, um, not knowing how to like communicate that, he just was like, yeah, whatever you're saying, yeah, whatever. We'll talk about it later type thing. So this middle section for me began like my faith battle, if I can say that. Um, it's be- It's where I began to like, um, really stand on my foundation of faith and really begin to just speak into myself because um, in those moments, I could honestly feel the unknown settling in. And that's when I began to, you know, um, post on Instagram the motivational quotes and inspiration for me. You know, um, it's all nice to have those nice pictures. Like, I definitely love the nice pictures, but also um, I try to like put a story behind the pictures that I post. So usually the posts that I post are always a message or a word for me first. Like those are the, the moments personally where I get a message from God or I encourage myself. You know that song, like sometimes you have to encourage yourself. That was me. So I encourage myself like while I'm encouraging, maybe encouraging someone else or blessing someone else, the encouragement and the self-talk starts with me first. So I always try to post a message that's a word for me first and I share them in hopes that someone else can be blessed by it. I honestly, in my 30s, believe more now in transparency than I ever have before. You know, like growing up, I was never like, uh, we were never taught to talk about our feelings or express ourselves. Um, Of course, we communicated as a family in the household and we talked about things, but it wasn't like the freedom to express the emotions and things that you felt at that time. And so I was never used to doing that. And so now more than ever, I feel like transparency is so important. You know, growing up like that, um, you weren't, you weren't allowed to freely tell your family's business or things you went through. Um, don't you be telling my business, you know, don't be, don't you be telling those people this and that and, or people thinking pride, you know, they're thinking, um, 
if you tell this person what you went through so many years ago, if you tell this person your true background story, if you tell this person what you truly felt, you could be judged by it. You could be talked about. They could tell somebody else and then you'll be talked about. It it was always like fear. It was always um, like always fear or always, you know, pride of, other family members, or just not being comfortable because it was not something that I was used to personally. So I just believe in being transparent. Um, I'm still not there yet where I'm willing to tell, you know, my whole life story um, or my family's whole background and the testimonies that we have. Ooh, man. The testimonies that we have, the things that we've been through, you know, the things that we've overcome, most importantly. But, you know, one of these days we'll get there. Um, I'll get there. Um, But, you know, God have revealed to me and spoken to me about turning my pain and hurt into purpose. And that kind of resonated with me. And so I try to share as much as I feel comfortable with when the time is right. Like I don't just spit out stuff to like, oh, let me talk about this. Um, let me play the victim or let me um get, you know, attention for this. That's that's definitely not the person I am. Um, I'm definitely an emotional person. My husband would definitely tell you that. I'm definitely a crier. I when I do let things out, it doesn't always come out the right way because like I said, not having that um, comfortability of communication from the jump start can affect you in your adulthood. And I know my husband and I had to go through a lot of like communication battles. Communication was like our biggest thing because I would be like the queen of silent treatment, which was not always healthy. And so then when I would finally communicate all of that stuff had been bottled up. And so it will come out at once. And then I'm crying and I'm emotional. And and the, you know, the what comes out of it is not always successful, you know? So that was something that we worked on. And five years in, I can say that our communication is the best that has ever been. Um, I'll sit down and like literally just start telling him random stuff at this point. Um, so, you know, I just try to share as much as, as I feel comfortable when the time is right, you know, God, when God speaks, that's what he speaks. And sometimes we have to learn to be still and we have to learn to wait on him and not always, you know, um, flick at the mouth. And that's something that I, um, learned through, uh, I've been reading this book. I'll give you a book recommendation that I've been reading, um, during this time, which is called Watch Your Tongue. I believe that's what it's called. Um, but it's by Tony Evans and it's actually called Watch Your Mouth, Understanding the Power of the Tongue. And it's an amazing book by Tony Evans. I'll share more of that in um, some of the uh, following episodes of this. But this whole thing has been a moment for me. This whole 
um, Diaries of a Quarantine was literally a moment where clarity set in. And of course, we're all checking in with one another. I began to utilize the technology functions of Zoom and whatnot to schedule happy hours and brunches with my friends and sisters. Because when I started this year, my biggest thing was I'm going to be intentional about spending time with people I love and people, you know, actually checking in on people and having those deep conversations and checking in on them and actually seeing how do you really feel? Like somebody asked me that um, the other day and it really, really, really touched me when she said, how are you? Not what you're posting on Instagram. And I said, thank you for that. You know, that meant a lot to me. Um, So I'm checking in with everybody, but then It's during those long nights that like your sleep schedule is off that you begin to have to deal with you and check in with you. And that feeling is not always great. Like I'm recording this right now and it's 3.26 a.m. My sleep schedule is off. Sometimes it's anxiety. Sometimes it's just my sleep schedule is off, you know, but It's during those long nights that your sleep schedule is off that you begin to deal with you and check in with you. And that feeling is not always great. You begin to question things. You begin to go back to those what ifs. And that in itself can take you down some serious, serious rabbit holes. So like during this point in quarantine, I can honestly say that I experienced both sides. Like some days I was happy and excited. I was enjoying family time. I was enjoying my wine. I was just enjoying my karaoke. And then some days I will wake up completely, completely exhausted, guys. Like I would be so tired for no reason. Like I didn't do anything. All I've been doing is laying around. We can't do anything but watch TV and cook and eat. And we're not doing it. I'm not going anywhere. So why am I so exhausted? I will feel exhausted the entire day. And then Sometimes I would feel sad, but I wouldn't know why I was feeling sad. I didn't have a reason for feeling sad. And then I saw this post on Instagram, which truly like gave me like this wow moment. And the post said, the quarantine state of mind is having three solid days where you feel pretty well adjusted, followed by a sudden unexpected dip into what what we call the hell zone. The hell zone is an anxious, semi-agitated state where you're just sort of off for the whole day. And time flows like you're wading through chili and your hell zone will never sync up with other people's hell zone. And that'll always make you feel weird and stressed out. And I was like, bruh, who knows me? Like, that's what I feel like. Like, I felt like I was overwhelmed and I felt like... I'm stressed out and nobody else is stressed out. Like, you know how they say you see the highlight reel? So I was looking at everybody's highlight reel on Facebook and Instagram and people are saying like, when you come out of this, you need to have a new business. You need to have a new project. You need to be working on stuff during this. And I'm like, crap, people are actually like being productive during all of this when I'm exhausted all day for no reason. I feel sad half the time. I feel like I'm pretending some days, you know, like, But that was like a wild moment for me. Like, and then people began when I posted that, people began to inbox me and say they were feeling the same way, which kind of made me feel a little better. But just prayer. So, this 
I would say was like my area of quarantine where my faith battle got deep, you know, like, all right, Kile, it's time to fight because, you know, spiritual warfare and spiritual battle is a serious thing. Another good book, Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers. Um, but yeah, so that was like the midpoint of quarantine for me. Um, and I'll just keep going. So I hope you guys stay tuned for the next few episodes as I go on this journey because it's truly been a journey and I truly appreciate you guys for tuning in, listening in, and kind of staying with me to use this outlet to kind of express myself and express my emotions and experiences during all of this. Um, And feel free to contact me on Instagram or Facebook or um, through the website. Um, My Instagram is Keelay underscore Carter. Facebook is Keelay Carter, K-E-E-L-A-Y-C-A-R-T-E-R. The website is www.momish, M-O-M-I-S-H hyphen podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. Um, just feel free to contact me, keep in touch if you need someone to talk to, if you need to vent about anything during this time. I'm here because what else we got to do but to be here for one another. Um, So I'll talk to you guys later on the next episode. See you guys. I want to scream so loud for you Cause I'm so proud of you And I, let me tell you what I'm about to do Mama, I know I act a fool But I promise you I'm going back to school I appreciate what you allow for me And I, I just want you to be proud of me I want to tell the whole world about a friend of mine This little light of mine I'm finna let it shine I'm finna take y'all back to them better times I'm finna talk about my mama if y'all don't mind I was three years old When you and I moved to the shop Late December, harsh winter gave me a cold You picked me up something that was good for my soul Famous homemade chicken soup, can I have another bowl? You work late nights just to keep on the lights Mommy got me training wheels so I could keep on my bike And you would give me anything in this world Michael Jackson left the end of club but didn't get me on curl And you never put no man over me And I love you for that, mommy, can't you see? Seven years old, caught you with tears in your eyes Cause a nigga cheating, telling your lies Then I started to cry as we knelt on the kitchen floor I said, mommy, I'ma love you till you don't hurt no more And when I'm older, you ain't gotta work no more And I'ma get you that mansion that we couldn't afford See, you're unbreakable, unmistakable, highly capable Lady that's making loot, a living legend too Just look at what heaven do, send us an angel And I thank you, mama I wanna scream so loud for you Cause I'm so proud of you And I, let me tell you what I'm about to do Mama, I know I act a fool But I promise you I'm going back to school I appreciate what you allow for me and I just want you to be proud of me come, mama said Life is like a box of chocolates My mama told me go to school, get your doctorate Something to fall back on you could profit with But still supported me when I did the opposite Now I feel like it's things I gotta get Things I gotta do just to prove to you You was getting through Can the choir please give me a verse of you Are so beautiful to me Can't you see You're like a book of poetry Maya Angelou, Nikki Giovanni Turn one page and dance my mommy Come on mommy just dance with me Let the whole world see your dancing feet Now when I say hey Y'all say mama Now everybody answer me Come on I wanna scream so loud for you Cause I'm so proud of you
and they get up, you gon' get that benzo Tint the windows, ride around the city and let your friends know Tell your job, you gotta fake them out Since you brought me in this world, let me take you out To a restaurant, up an echelon I'ma get you a jack, whatever else you want Just tell me what kind of S-type Don the West like Tell me the perfect color so I make it just right It don't gotta be Mother's Day or your birthday For me to just call and say Mama, 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 mama,